0: Love on the base, on the bottom, we're holding by the last line of the page. we learned in the Chabdin. You don't give honor to a person that's more prominent than you, a not when you're going on the way and you have to make space for someone else to go ahead of you and who goes first, who goes second, not in the middle of the way. and not when you're crossing a bridge. And the reason is because in the middle of the way, if you're going to start giving honor, Mm -hmm. who goes first, who goes second, so then the traffic is going to be backed up. And when you're crossing through a bridge, and it's not safe to go, especially then, to go through a bridge, so so you want to get off the bridge as soon as possible and not make covet for someone else to go ahead of you. So Teisus points out over here that this means if you're in the middle of the way, if you're on the bridge, but when a person begins, when when he heads out on the way, when he goes out of the way, so you give honor for someone else to head out before you. But we were talking about over here in the middle of the way. And also not regarding washing maya when the hands are dirty after eating. So over here also, there's no need to be mechabed, someone else earlier, that's, oh, your hands are dirty, you should wash first. There's no meaning of kibble regarding maya machreinim. We learned it before already yesterday, besides when it comes, to the last five people, so you're supposed to wash, the person that's washing should wash the first before the last five people, last four people after him, as we said before, in order for a person to prepare benching. So an incident happened with Ravan and Abaya. They were traveling (coughs) on the way. Ravan's donkey went ahead of Abaya's donkey. So and Rovin did not uh, pull back and stop to, to allow Abayah to go ahead of him. Omar, so Abaya said, Abaya was older than, than Rovin, and was more prominent than Rovin. And he said, oh, hai, From when this person, this Rovin, went to Eretz and he came, comes back to Bavel. so Rashi here says, Rovin used to go to Eretz Yisrael, learned from Rabbi Yechanan. And he would come back to Bavel to give over the Divrei that he heard from Rabbi Yekhanen. So Rabbi says, from when, when Rabbi went to Israel to learn Teireh from Rabbi Yechinen, He became a Balgaiva. His donkey goes ahead of mine and he goes right He doesn't give me the honor to go ahead of him. When they came to the door of the Shoal, so Rabbi said to nailmar, Abaye, master, go in first. So he, 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 he did give him the honor. On so said to him, Vad hashto lav marano. And until now, on the way, I'm not your master. Why all of a sudden now you're giving me this honor? On Malay, this is what Rabbi Yechinan said. So he had a statement that he heard from Rabbi Yechinan as he saw So he said, This is what Rabbi Yechinan said. You don't give honor only when you're entering into a doorway which has a mezuzah. So that's the place you give honor. On the roads, on the bridges, you don't give honor. So the Gemara asks the question, who was going to go in first, and then they went in together. the in, If it's a doorway that has a mezuzah, so over there you give honor, a doorway that does not have a mezuzah, you don't give honor. Elamayato Beis HaKnesus, Beis The Lesbu Mezuzah, Beis and Beis which is not a dwelling of a person, a private person to live there and it's not Chayiv and Mezuzah so over there, hachanami and entering a doorway that has no Mezuzah on the door so that you don't give any cover what difference does it make to Mezuzah? Mezuzah is a separate mitzvah, you're entering into a door there's an need to give cover to, to someone that's older than you or more prominent to you than to enter first El. The way you have to understand the statement of Rabbi Yechenen is any doorway, any doorway which is theoretically Roy for a mezuzah if you're entering into a doorway you stay, over there you give covet for someone else to enter first but on the ways, on the roads and then the bridges over there there's no covet. The people sitting around the table should not eat from the bread, until the person that's leading the meal, and made the brocha, and being weightsy see everybody else, he cuts the bread, he eats first. After he tastes from the bread, then the others around the table could eat from the bread as well. We're talking over here about a case where everyone is eating from his bread, and not everyone has their own challah, or their own rolls. He's there eating from his bread. And the case over here is, he's cutting the bread from one side, <laughs> and other people are going to come and take from the other side of the challah, and, and, eat, and eat on their own. It can't be talking about a case where he cut a few pieces for the other people as well, because you're not supposed to cut pieces for the other people. So he only cut one piece for himself. So someone else would come and grab a piece from the other side of the challah for himself and taste before the Baitseya himself is going to taste. So you're not allowed to. This is the way the Al-Tareb explains this Gemara. Yosef Rav Safra ve Omar Rav sat said, and he repeated the same aloha as well, but he said it differently. He said, Litoin. Nobody is allowed to taste before the Balabayis, before the person that's Baitseya tastes. He didn't say, Lech, or he said, Tastes. Lit, lit itmar. So the Gemara asks, what difference is there if you use the expression of lechal to eat or to taste? Is there any difference? Hmm. So the answer is there is no difference. A person is obligated to repeat things in the wording in the same way that he heard it from his teacher. Rav heard from Rav, litlin. So he wanted to repeat it in the exact words that he heard it from his teacher. Tan we learned in Abraise, another detail about the etiquette when to eating, how people should conduct themselves by eating. Shnayim mamtinim If there are two people that are eating out of the same platter and one person is, is interrupts his eating, he has to take a drink or he has to make a short interruption of his eating, the other person should wait for him as well. Mamtinim They wait for each other okay if one person interrupts though from the eating or he stops eating or he walks away from the sudha altogether or he makes a long break so then the other one doesn't have to wait for him but talking about if one person makes an interruption so it's it's a certain that a that the other person should also make an interruption mm-hmm. same platter <laughs> but uh, but three do not have to wait for each other then it's already if it's already three people so then they could eat without waiting for each other. Hmm. Going back to yes, the dinner God. of Habaytseya, the person that cut the challah, the person that made Amaytse for everybody. Mm. So Habaytseya, who pays it Yodayt He's the one that's given the uh, opportunity to take the food from the platter first mm. that's served at the table. If he wants to give honor to his teacher or someone else that's that's greater than him, he can give the honor to someone else to take the food from the platter served on the table at the meal first. The guy who made a for some other food platter, mm-hmm. that's he the made a and then besides the moitzi, there's a food platter food brought platter. out, whatever the fish, the salads, or whatever it is. The person that makes a should be served mm-hmm. the fish and the food and the, that brought on the table first. Hmm. Rabbe Rabbi Babachana was marrying off his son. We saw this expression in the Gemara more than once. Asaklebreh le means marrying off his son. To Ravshmuh Barafkhtina. Kodim the Yosef. So Rabbi Babachana sat down at the table with his son, the Chassan, like early on. The And he was teaching his son, because he knew that what happens by the Chassan? The Chassan cuts the bread, the cuts the big challah. So he was teaching him how to do it. And he was teaching him, and he told him, Do not cut the bread until the people that hear your bracha and answer amen, and when they finish answering amen, then you start cutting. Don't start cutting immediately when you finish the bracha. Rav Chista said, You don't have to wait until everybody fin- finishes answering. Until most of the people that are present answer Amen. And this is how it's brought in Shulchan Aruch as well. Rav. Amelay Rami Bacham. Rami Bacham said, what's the difference? Maishno Ruba, bracha. What's the reason you have to wait for the Amen? The Amen is the conclusion of the Bracha. The, amen, the Bracha doesn't conclude when you finish the Bracha and now the Amen is a separate thing. The Amen is confirming the Bracha and that itself is the conclusion of the Bracha. So if you have rave people that did not answer amen yet, so the bracha did not conclude yet, even if there's anybody that's still answering amen, the bracha didn't conclude yet. There's somebody that's continuing the bracha, so why shouldn't you have to wait even for a minority of people that are still answering amen? amale he answered him, because I say, Someone that answers amen and he drags out the amen, Amen. If it's dragged out, then that's not, that's not the way you're supposed to answer Amen. You're supposed to answer Amen and say the word properly. We'll see in a moment exactly how you're supposed to say Amen, but it's not supposed, you're not supposed to drag out the word. So therefore, you don't have to wait for those people that dragged out the Amen. So since we mentioned this the Yen of Amen, the Gemara now will explain what's the proper way of answering Amen. This is very important because answering Amen is an unbelievable thing, as the Gemara will here explain. And many people make mistakes with this, and you have to know how to answer amen properly. We learned Abra'isa. Ein einin loy amen chatufa. When you answer amen, do not answer the amen as a grab, like you grab it. You just quickly. What's the pshat chatufa? That Rashi says chatufa means that you miss the comments of the aleph. You don't say amen. You say amen like almost like the aleph being like with a shva, with not without the proper comets under the aleph. That's Amin Chetufa according to Rashi. Another pshat, which al Altarebbe brings in Shulchan Aruch, I believe it's from the Aruch, he says that Amichatufa Chetufa means that you answer Amin before the person finished saying the bracha. Hmm. You chapt the amen before the bracha is done. Listen to the, to the conclusion of the bracha, you want to confirm the entire bracha. right? And this happens very often. On Yom when the Nusach of the Chazin is, and everyone's answering Amen when he says basha, and everyone's answering Amen already. Right? So you have to be careful, you have to be careful to answer Amen when the Brach is done. That's the first thing. And also, not an Amen that's cut off. What is cut off? You don't say the nun properly. He said, Amen, He's he's answered so quickly that the Nun sound is not heard. And also, not an Amen, which is Yesayma, which means that a person does not hear the Bracha itself, and therefore he can't answer Amen if he didn't hear the Bracha itself. Okay, so there's a big machlaikus about this Amen Yesaimah. Rashi over here brings the famous Gemara in Sukkah that says that in, Yirush, in, in the Mitzrayim, Alexandria in the Mitzrayim, there was a huge bismedrish where the people could not hear the, the, the bracha of the Shli'ach tzibur. And how would they answer Amen? There was a flag that they would wave when the bracha was being said. And that's how they answered Amen. Even if some if you Yeah, if you're all the way in the back, you can't hear. So what's, so you can, raise, you can, you can uh, get the flags going. So, no, you know, these people talking, you know, this. Uh, okay. Yeah, but that's someone correct. Akhulpanim, so, you see clearly that you can answer Amen even if you don't hear the Bracha. So, Rashi says, if you know which Bracha it is, then you can answer Amen. If you don't know which Bracha it is and you don't hear anything, then you can't answer Amen. So, here we're talking about a person that he doesn't, not only doesn't hear, but he doesn't even know which Bracha it is. So, you have to and you hear everybody saying Amen, you can't just say Amen. So there's a machloikis about this. This is Rashi's pshat. Others disagree. Others say that it depends if it's a bracha that you have a chiyuv to say. If it's a bracha that you're mechuyev to say, so then you yourself have to hear the bracha in order to say amen. If you yourself didn't hear the bracha, uh, because you're, you're mchuyiv, yeah, for example, whatever case it is where you're, you yourself are mechuyev in the bracha, then you can't answer amen. But if it's a bracha that you're not mechuyev to hear, so then you could answer amen. But the Al-Tarebbe says that you should be machmer in both of these pirushim and you shouldn't answer Amen unless you hear the bracha yourself. Hmm. Okay? Look, well, it's in Kufchav Chav Dalben, the al Shulchan hmm. The next halacha. V'loi V'loi Yizraik bracha mipiv. And a person should not say a bracha quickly uh, like he's getting, trying to throw off a uh, heavy load from him. Uh, like, like a person that's it's too heavy for him. Okay, so that's when to get to the person that's saying the bracha. Now, what's the importance of saying amen? So, Benazay says, First, okay, so first Benazay explains what happens, if a person says, a person that answers amen. And it's an amen he didn't answer the amen to the bracha, he didn't hear the bracha, so then his children will be yusayma. That's the Ainish, a very harsh thing. <laughs> if a person grabs the amen and he does not answer amen properly is his days will be grabbed from from will be snatched from him if he answers amen without pronouncing the nun properly he cuts off the amen his days will be cut as well so it's very important to answer amen properly now the gemara is the positive. the a person that answers amen Properly, and with an arichas, he emphasizes the amen, ma'arichin lo'i yom The that gives him long life. But this goes back to what we said before, and Teisus points it out over here, but it, a person should not drag out the amen, though. Still, you shouldn't drag out the amen. You have to be ma'erichit and pronounce every part of the amen properly, but not to be more too much. You can hear recordings, by the way, of the way the Rebbe answered amen, and it's ma'erich. It's unbelievable to hear exactly how the Rebbe says amen. I can't, I'm not going to copy it right now. But if you listen to the recordings, you see exactly how the Rebbe says it. was mm-hmm. madgish, the aw, mad and the main, yeah. and with a certain, uh, as yeah. a, it's, it's very, it's here. Answer. okay. Then we, before we go, right in the Gemara here, going back to the story of uh, eating, Suddhis, this was uh, just a side point when you get to amen. The Indian of Omen that's brought in my modern Mech why Omen is so powerful, is because mm-hmm. Omen is the Gematria of Havaya and Adnai together. And therefore, Havaiyeh is the, the, the shame that's lamailam Sayyid rish al-sholos. Adnai is the ebeshter that's a master on the universe, Addena ilam, which is within Sayyid al Saying Amen is, is confirming the bracha and bringing together, joining together Havaiyeh and Adnai. The whole point of a bracha is Baruch Molosh and Hamshach, to draw down. When you answer Amen, you create that connection. And Amen is also the Rasha Tevis of Keil Melech neman. And when it says over here in the Gemara that you should be Maidich and Omein, how long should you be Maidich? As long as it takes to say the three words of Keil, Melech, Neman. So Omein, there's a famous Gemara at the end of Nozir also that says that the Omein is like the final, it's like when when the army goes out into battle and you have everybody that's fighting, fighting, the final blow, the final punch, that's what wins the war and that's what the Omein is. The final amshacha to bring it down here below. So the the whole shivus of everything is in the Omein. So that's why you have to be so nizr with the Omein. So going back to, to the story and the halachas of, um, of uh, benching. So Rav and Shmuel were sitting at a suda. Also, Rav Shimi came and he was trying to eat quickly to join them so now there should be three that they should be able to bench with his imunah. What are you thinking? Why are you eating so quickly? You want to combine with us for the benching of uh, the Zimun. We already finished eating. You just came now and you're just eating now. You didn't eat together with us. so You can't combine together with us to, for the Zimun. If they would bring out for me Ardilia. Which Rashi says is either uh, mushrooms or truffles. Or the guzli el or they would bring bring guzli uh, Rav's name was also Abba. They would bring for you uh, some some uh, pigeon, uh, pigeon pigeon meat,
1: okay, <laughs> which Rav
0: really liked. Okay. <laughs> Milo Would I or you, would we not eat this food? So we didn't really finish our suda. We we finished eating, but if a delicacy would be brought out, wouldn't we continue eating? (laughs) So therefore the suda is not really done. So this is a halacha. If two people are eating at a suda, and they technically finished eating, and someone else joins them and comes to eat a kazayas along with them, you can join them for the zimun. But that's as long as the people that are there did not say Shira Malis yet they did not say let's bench hmm. so then it's as we learned already before once they even before they said that our bench, but once they said Shira malas or let's bench so then the suda is over you're not allowed to continue eating but if they finished eating and they're sitting around and someone comes to join them and eats with them he can join the Suda and join the zimun. what's the thing with Mizainus, is because he's joining the Suda like that what do you mean by Mizainus? you have to something that's Mizaynas in order to join as. Um, uh, kazayas um, yeah any food um, not sure about that. Check it up. Not sure. The students of Rav were sitting by a Suda. All Rav Acha. Rav Acha entered into the Suda. Rav Acha arrived. Rav Acha was a very prominent figure. Amri, so they said, A great man has arrived. The Mubarakh and he's going to bench for us. Amaluhu, Surab said to them, Do you think that the most prominent person present? Benches, <coughs> The person that was there by the Iker Suda, the one that's the main person by the Suda, he's the one that should bench. Whether the Balabayas the or uh, one, the one that sat around the table from the beginning and was at the head of the table, I came in late. So I shouldn't be benching, but the Gemara says the is <laughs> that you give the covet to the to the the God to bench, not the one that was necessarily there before. Even someone that came later, okay. came at the end of the meal, he benches <laughs> Now we go back to the Mishnah, the first Mishnah in the Pedik when it spoke about Zimon, it gave a whole list of things, of scenarios of where a person eats food and you should do the you should be in the mitzvah of Zimon. and then it says. A whole list of things where you do not do z- zimon. So the Gemara is going to analyze all of them. Achal demay the chulu. It said in the Mishnah, a person that ate demay, so then zimun applies. For the Gemara, holy chazile, demay is not something that's permitted to eat. It's something that comes from a ma'oret. Um, There's a suffix of ma'aser was taken, and you have to take ma'aser. So why should he be should he bench with zimon on this? And for the Gemara, kiven the iboi mafkalu nichse. The halacha regarding demay is that. The uh, uh, Oni, a poor man, is allowed to eat Dmai. The whole thing of Dmai is a Chumri mid And this Chumri mid does not apply in all cases. By a person that's an Oni, and in another case, which I is about to mention, the Takana the, the of Dmai does not apply. So therefore they will makele regarding Dmai. This individual himself, if he wants to be mafkir, to let go of all of his possessions, and he'll be poor, and then he could eat the Dmai. Okay. The T'Nan, we learned in the Mishnah, even a poor, man, a poor man is allowed to eat Dmai. Achsanya refers to an army, soldiers that are there and need food, and they're desperate for food, they're allowed to eat even Dmai. <coughs> Okay, so therefore, in this case, even though he wasn't mafkir, but because potentially he could, the whole thing of mai is a chumrim ed rabbanan, and therefore, when he ate it, it's not a very stringent Isr, so he's allowed to bench with zimon on this. Vama, Ravune, Ravune said, Tona we learned in, in a said, BeShami argued with this, and he said Ein asaniyim, You do not give poor people to eat from demai, and you do not give the soldiers from an army to eat demai. BeShami was Machmer, so we don't pass him like BeShami. The Gemara is clarifying, as Tosas here says, <coughs> that this is only BeShami's opinion, but no one else agrees to this. My The next thing it said in the Mishnah. My should not let mosai. The my What's my sedition? That's the miser that the levy receives. And after the levy receives his macer, he has to separate from that miser Truma ten percent that he gives to the coin. So he has maceration and he separated the Truma. And he can bench on that with Zimun. For the obviously, the food that he's eating is, is perfectly fit to eat. And for the Gemara, like Tsiricha, Ella what happened over here? He went and he took his miser when the truma when the when the when the was still in its unprocessed stage before the kayin went and got his truma. before it was even obligated to give the kayin truma. He went and grabbed his macer first. And the hifresh mimenu trumas and now this miser that he grabbed before the kayun. So he did separate the truma's macer, which is the percent he has to give to the kayun from his miser, but the hifrish mimenu truma gadaila. The original truma that a kayan is supposed to be taking before the levi, that was never separated. So l'chayre, there would be an issue with eating the food that he's eating. in a case where the levi grabbed his meiser from the unprocessed wheat before the kayan got his truma, Once you took it before that, uh, before it was obligated in truma, at this point it's already of getting truma Shenema, the pasuk says <laughs> that you have to take a 10th from the 10th this refers to the Levi. once he gets his miser he has to give another 10th to the Kohen. so the, we learn from this posseh the Levi has to separate a 10th which is the trumas miser to give to the kayin. But once he took his miser the original trumas that the Kohen did not receive because he went first that you don't have to separate. What's the, what's the logic behind that? We'll see, one second. V'loi trumbe Okay. Now when it comes to the truma of ma'isam ra'isam, O'ma lerav popolah i'hochi, if so, if you're telling me that you have over here in the Pasek. The Pasek tells me that once the lady received his ma'isam, so then he only takes maisem and and not any trombogodayla that the koyin missed. So I feel like di moj bekri nami. So if that's Xeiris Akosov, that the apostolic says once the lady got it, he doesn't have to give to the Kayan his part. So even if the lady went before the Kayan, not before the wheat was processed, when it was still in the Shebole and when it was before processed. Even after it was processed and it's sitting in a pile, and now the Kayin should have been allowed to go and take his trumah first because it's Chayiv in truma already, even then the lady shouldn't have to give the truma Gadala to the Kayin either. A so he answered him, notice another pusik A o regarding what you just asked, the pusik says, Mikol Masri Torimu. It's talking to the Levian, and it says to the Levian, oh, all of the maise that you received, tarimu, you should give the trimagadayla to the kayan that he missed, that he should have gotten before. Mm-hmm. So we see here we have two different sukkim. In one passage it says that if you take before the kayan, you just have to give the kayan, the, the Truma's maise, and not the trimagadayla that the kayan missed. And in this passage it says you do have to give the trimagadayla to the kayan that what he missed. So now the Gemara asks, What's, what's the Why? What's the difference? What did we say before? That if you took it before it was processed, so then you don't give it to the Kayin. If you took it after it was processed, once it was in a pile, then you do have to give it to the kain. What's the reason to distinguish? So the Imam says very simple. Here, once it's already in a pile, this is considered grain. This, the true Megadaylo, you were already in this. So therefore, when you took from it without the kain taken before, you took something away from the kain. The Kayin was supposed to take this. It's already grain that was tied to, in Terum Egede'ila. So you have to fill that in. You have to give it to the Kayin. And Vahaylo again when you took it before it was processed, you took it at a stage where the Chil of Terum didn't begin yet. So therefore, once you took it, it's yours, and you don't have to separate the Terum Egede'ila. But the Chilish over here in our Mishnah is regarding this case. <clears throat> when you took it before it was processed, and still you can bench in it, and you can bench Zimun also. Sounds like our tax laws. It's <laughs> a way to save. Zakte Gemara Maisa Sheni VeHekdish Sheniftu. The next case in the Mishnah was a person that's eating Maisa Sheni or Hekdish, and he redeemed them properly, so you can bench with his zimun. Vrekte Gemara Pshita obviously. And for the Gemara Hachav Amayeskin on the case over here is he did miss something. Kagan Shanasas Akedah and Volaynasas Achayimish. He redeemed them for the kedah and the principal, but not the additional fifth. When a person redeems my that he owns, or hektish that he owns, so then you have to add a fifth, and he didn't add that. And the missionaries is telling me, if you don't give that fifth, it does not prevent the pidya and the redemption of taking effect. And therefore it is redeemed, he still owes the fifth, but the redemption took place, it took effect, and you can bench with it with zimon as well. Hashem, as it said on the Mishnah. The servant that ate a kezayis could join the people for zimun. the of course he can join. Why not? And for the Gemara Shamish lekova. The Shamish is a waiter. He's not establishing himself to eat along with them. So maybe even if he ate a kezayis, he cannot join them for the zimun. Kamash Milan that this is the way he eats, and therefore he can join them if he's eating a kezayis while he's serving. He can join together the zimun. It's said in the Mishnah Kuti, which are people that they're converted, that are Gaidim, and as I mentioned in the Mishnah, this Mishnah holds that these Kutim are Gaidim, although later on the Gemara Paskins that they're not. But this Mishnah holds they're Gaidim, and, and Olaf. They can uh, join the uh, the Zimna. Why could they join? A kuti should not be any better than an amma Because they, they were Gaiden, but they didn't really join and follow things um, together with Klal Yisrael the way they everyone was. So, therefore, they shouldn't be any better than an amma The Tanya, and we learned in Abraissim. You don't join together with an amma and in the Zimon. So just like you don't join with an Aretz in the Zimun, you shouldn't join together with a Kuti. And for the Gemara, Abayu Amar Abayi says, "Be Kuti There is a Kuti that could be that he's a khaver, he's a Talmud Chacham, and with him you could join in the Zimun. Rav Amar Rava says, "Afilat Eimeh Be Kuti Amorites." We could be speaking about a Kuti that there there is an Amorites. V'Hacha Ba Amorites, the Rabbanon, the Pligia Le that Rabmeyer. here. The Amaretz that we're talking about is an Amaretz the way the Rabbonon that argued and Rabmeyer defined an Amaretz. The Rabbonon that argued and Rabmeyer had a specific definition to Amaretz as we'll see and that's what we're talking about here. What's the case? The Tanya, we learned in Abraiseh, the, the question was asked, who is an Amaretz? And this is relevant for a lot of Alachis, especially for the Alachis of Maistris to know who's an Amaretz that from his produce you have to give Maistr again another Alachis so you can trust him or not. So the, the Tanakhama says, Rabbi Meir says, Kol a person that does not eat his chulin food that's not through a he doesn't eat it in purity, even though you're not obligated to. But a Tamil always eats everything betada, and Am does not eat his chulin betada. He eats it even while his talmi, so he's not in the category of a of a of a He's an Am Chamem mayim reem. The Chachamim argue and say. Chachamim argue and say. Someone that does not give maisa properly, he is an amodetz. That's the definition of an amodetz. So now the Gemara comes back to what we said before that a kuti could join in the zimun. Hani kutoi asuri maisri k'dochozi. They do give maisa properly. This is a mitzvah that they're careful in. Even if there's other mitzvahs that they're not careful in, but this is a mitzvah that they are careful in. Why? The Those things that it says clearly in the Torah, they're careful with. Because the, the, the master said, the, the mitzvah of Kutim, that they, that they fulfill, those mitzvahs that are written in the Torah, and that they are careful with, they're medactic they're careful with these mitzvahs even more than Yedin. So Maesris is something that the Kutim give, and therefore, they're, considered, they're not considered to be Amaratzim, according to the Rabbanon, and they can join in the Zimah. And since we brought up the question of who is an amoratz so, that, which is mentioned, the expression of Amorites is mentioned in Mishnai's many, many times. The Gemara now will address this question and bring other opinions regarding who, how, who, we, who do we define as an Amorites. Tanar we learned in a different place. Who is a person that's in the category of an Amorites? So, the first opinion says, He does not fulfill the mitzvah of saying Kriyushma morning and night. Rabbi Shua says, a person that does not put on tvilin. Mm. He wears a four cornered garment and he doesn't put sitsis in his baggage. A person that does not have a mezuzah on his doorposts. He asks children and he does not raise them to learn tayda. The final opinion of Acherim is it's Even a person that learns Chumash, he learns Mishnayis, but he's not Mishamash Chachamim. Rashi explains what Mishamash Chachamim means. He does not join the discussions of the Chachamim to understand the Pshar and the Mishnah, which is essentially the Gemara. He doesn't he learns Mishnayis without the Gemara, so that's an Amarit. Because you can't understand the Pshukim and even the Mishnayis without hearing the discussions of the Gemara. We pass him like the final opinion of a cheidim that in Amora it's a someone that learns mishnah chumish mishnayis but he doesn't learn Gemara. Rami Bachomer. So the Gemara shares in a story. Rami Bachomer le'az ben alei that Rav Menashe bar Tachlifah. He did not join. He did not want to join in the zimun to get. He would bring together Rav Menashe bar Tachlifah to join in the zimun. Now who was this Rav The Tani, Sifra, V'sifri, V'hilchise. He learned all the Sifra and all the Sifri and all the Halachas. So he knew the B'sukim and he knew all the Halachas of the Mishnayos and of these Madrashim. But still he didn't want to join in the Zimun together with him. Kinach Nafsheh, the Rami bar when Rami bar passed away, Omar Rav, so the Rav said... You know why he passed away? The only reason is because he didn't want Allah with He didn't want to join together with him in the zimun. That was a punishment, and therefore he passed away. So the Gemara asks on this story. But didn't we learn in the Brisa before? <laughs> Even if you learn all the sukim and you know all the Halachas of the Mishnayos and of the Sifri and the Sifra, but if you don't learn the discussions in the Gemara, you're called an Amaretz. So Rami Bar Chama was justified in not wanting to join, allowed Menashe Rabbe Bar Tachlifa to join in the Zimun. So the Gemara answers, no, he made a mistake. <laughs> he did hear, he did serve the Tamid <laughs> HaKhamim, he did join in the discussions. Rami <laughs> Baal <laughs> did not follow him, did not see, did not uh, judge him properly. Really, he did join in learning the discussions of the Gemara. Another opinion explains this. The mipumayud. He heard the conclusions of all of the sugiyas of the discussions in the Gemara that the Chachamim had, the goddess Luhu, and he reviewed it. Kitsurbim He's already like a Tamil Chacham. So what the Gemara is asking adding, adding in the second opinion is you don't have to in order not to be an Amadis, you don't have to necessarily know all the discussions of the Gemara, even if you only know the conclusions of all the discussions, that's good enough. So you can, you're not in Amaretz anymore. Now the Gemara goes back to the Mishnah. What does it say in the Mishnah? Ochal, Tevel, The second part of the Mishnah, where it says those cases where you do not do Zimun on them. When you ate food, that's not fit for eating. It's not uh, kosher, whatever. It's not fit for eating. So it said if you ate Tevel or Maiser and so on, so you don't, Maiser that wasn't taken properly, so then you can't do Zimun. Frek the Gemara, obviously Tevel, Peshit, and for the Gemara, let's, It's a case where it's only Tevel Med There's no khiv of meiser. What case is that? If you have food that's growing in a flower pot that has no <laughs> hole in the bottom, that it doesn't get any nourishment from the ground, it's potter from meiser. Maiser is only what grows in Eretz Yisrael, and this flower pot is not connected to the ground, so you put them in a tater from Ma'aser. you a because people will come to not, to not know the difference. So this is a Ma'aser and they will it. and they allow you to make zimun on this food. Maiser, you should Then it said Maiser, even the truma wasn't taken from it. So for that, you're allowed. To, you're you're not allowed to do zim. like Gemara pshita. Of course, he did. The Levi gets the meiser. He has to give the coin the trumas meiser. He didn't give the coin the trumas meiser. Of course, he shouldn't be able to do zimur. And for the Gemara, no, this goes back to the case that we learned about before. Leitzrich, he gave the trumas meiser that he's supposed to give. The, stro- the story over here is, going back to what we learned before, the trume gedayla wasn't taken. He took the meiser ahead of the coin and the truma gedayla wasn't given. Kagan sheik dimay bekri, he went and took his miser before the kayin once the, the the grain was in a pile. I would have thought, like Rav Papa said earlier on to abaya that even in such a case, you're not obligated to take the turum anymore once you got, went ahead of the kayin. No, since it was already in a pile and it was already processed grain, in such a case, you still have to... Give the kain his true megadela that was missed because you went ahead of him. That's the Kiddush of our Mishnah. The next case of our Mishnah was a person that's eating Maisa that was not redeemed. Obviously, if it wasn't redeemed, you're not allowed to eat it. And for the Gemara, It was redeemed, but it wasn't redeemed properly. What, is, what does that mean? It wasn't redeemed properly. So the Gemara explains, you redeem the Maish with a coin, a minted coin, that does not have the, uh, the shape. It's just a plain coin without any shape of a tsura that the coins always have. With a picture on it, whatever shape the coin has. It's just a plain piece of silver. a? blank. blank a blank coin. V'rachmona Omar, and the Torah says, V'tzarta a and you should bind the kesef in your hands. with chachamim darshan from this kesef she'as of tsura. You only redeem the ma'isasheni with with a good money which already has a tsura on it, which has the picture on it. So he, did, he didn't redeem it properly. So that's the chiddush of our mishnah that you can't do ziman on it. Hektish, what's the case of hektish that you redeemed and it's not proper? You redeem the hektish with a piece of land, giving the hektish in exchange a piece of land, and that doesn't work. You didn't redeem it with money. When you redeem hektish, you have to redeem it with money and not with a karka. The next case in the Mishnah was The Shamish that ate less than a Kizayis cannot join the Zimon. For the Gemara, obviously, he didn't eat enough. We said already in the Resha, only if he ate a Kizayis. And for the Gemara, this case of the Mishnah, Taka has no Chiddush. I did the ton of Resha Kizayis, is safe for Pachas Once it said in the Resha, the case that he ate a Kizayis, it says over here, and if he did not eat a Kizayis, then he doesn't join the Zimon. But there's no Kizayis in this. He cannot join Zimon. Pshita, obviously, a guy he's not mechoiv in the Brach of Achla, how would he join the simon? And for the Gemara, hocha beger b'ger, shamol, v'loy toval. This is a nochri a, a, a that's in the process of converting, and he converted only with a bris, and he did not, he wasn't toivel yet. Da'ma rab zeira, ama rab yeichanen, lo'olam he's not a ger, at sh'yimal v'yitperl. Until the point that he did a bris and he was tayvel as well, As long as he did not go into the mikveh, he's still a guy, and that is the kiddush of our mishnah. The next case of our mishnah was You cannot join women of avad kanani or mitzvah, before mitzvah for the Zimah. And Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi said, cotton hamutl a baby that's even lying in a in a in a crib, and is there in the room is zamin you can join him for the Zimun. Even a baby. Frek the Gemara Vahatman, but we learned in our mission in Noshma Vodim Kitanim Ain't Ammalaim. You can't join a Noshma Vodam Kitanim in the Zimun. So how could you join a baby in a crib? And for the Gemara, who Domikabishurban Levi Rabbiasi was <laughs> following the opinion of Rab Shubhan Levi, Dhammar Abhishurban Levi, Avapisha Omru, Kotna Mutlbahisa Aim is Amnonolov, a baby in a crib cannot be joined for the Zimun, Avol Aisan Isa Snif La Asara. But when there's a Zimun of 10 people, then he could be joined as a 10th. As a, as a because when you have 9 people in the room, we had this before in the Gemara, when you have 9 people in the room, it's not so noticeable if it's 9 or 10, so in such a case, you could join him as a 10th. So, the same is also, once you have 9 people, just like you can join the, the cotton, you could also join the Eved Kanani. Maisve the Gemara asks on this itself as well, Nice, but Rabbi Yehazeh says there was a story with Rabbi Yezid that entered into a shul and they couldn't find a minion. They were missing one for a minion. The he redeemed his slave, and they completed the minion. So what do you see from this? in Lai Lai, only because he redeemed the slave could he include him in the minion. But if not, you can't. So you can't use an evad or a cotton as a tenth. And for the Gemara today, it's the case of the story of Rabbi Yeze, They really needed two people, shechirer chad. So he redeemed one of his slaves to join for the minion, and the nafik And then there was another slave that was the tenth of the minion. Quite expensive. The hechi ha'chi. So the Gemara asks, wait a minute, are you allowed to free an aved kanani? If you free an aved kanani, you're being over and asay. You must. Uh, uh, serve. They must be serve you, and they have to be your avid forever. And for the Gemara, the Mitzvah Shani to serve him, to, to free him. That is for the purpose of a mitzvah is different. For the Gemara, mitzvah baba But this, this is a mitzvah that began through an avodah. This is not the regular concept of mitzvah baba But the point is, how could you do one thing, which is for the purpose of a mitzvah? Self, self. It's you being over an essay. And for the Gemara, mitzvah the Rabbim Shani. A mitzvah der Rabbim to do a mitzvah that's for the public to be able to have a minion for ten people that you're allowed to do you're allowed to free the slave in order to fulfill this mitzvah. This Gemara is one of the sources where it says over here in the Rosh. What are we talking about over here? When is the mitzvah that Rabbim that you need a minion? Usually, when you need a minion, Menatayta, there's no khiv for a minion. There's no chiyah to have a minion for davening. You learned about this already before. There were certain Tanaim and Amiram that davened their house without a minion. So the Rosh over here says, this is talking about Parsha Zacher. Parsha Zacher, there's a chiv to have a minion and to read from the Teireh. And this is what the story of Rabbi was talking about. This is the famous Rosh, that's the mocker for the fact that Parsha Zacher is men ataydeh. A person should always come early to shol. He should be from the first ten. Even if a hundred people come afterwards, he receives the schar of all of them. Do you really think that he, he gets all of their schar? Why should they not get schar? Ela answers the Gemara. Kulam. He will get the schar all the people that came in as much as they get, but they get their schar and he gets kineged kulam. Amar Ravone said Tisha Nine people with the aron Kadesh, the sefer Torah inside, can be mitzdarf to a minion. Amar Rav Nachman asked the question gavruhu is the aron of human being that can be mitzdarf to a minion? Ela Amar Tisha nirin Kasar, since nine people look like ten, you can't clearly see the difference between nine and ten if you just take a look. So therefore mitzdarfin. So therefore they could be mitzaref, because nine look like ten. Omri la, some say kimihnifi, that this is when the ten people are gathered together, so then you can't notice that it's not ten. The Amri ki Kimivdiri, others say the opposite. When the ten people or the nine people in the room are spread out, then you can't see that it's not ten. Om Rabbami said, Two people and Shabbos. If it's on Shabbos, two people and Shabbos is good for a zimun. Is Shabbos Two sharp and one each other They could be That's what it's talking about. said, "It's me and Rav and Avsheishis responded and said, It's like Avchista and myself. That's, uh, let me just uh, finish off with a, with a story regarding the Gemara here, where the, there was a Havamina that you could combine uh, and Kodesh with minions. so there's a famous story of the Ba'la flaw Fla, when he originally came to the maggot he was a big guy and this, this famous Swarm that he has in Nigla, and he came to the, to the maggot and he wasn't sure if he should stay, if he should remain as a Talmud to the Magid, or he should leave. The Magha told him, I want you to go out and go into the Bismedrish, and you'll see the Yid that's sitting by the oven in the corner of the Bismedrish, and he's learning, and go discuss uh, uh, discuss with him and what he's learning. So he sees the Saposh the Yidl sitting over there, which was Zusha Anapollah, and he was learning the Gemara Brochis. He was learning this daf right over here in the Gemara Brochis. And Rab- the, the Bala Flop approaches him. And he uh, wants to discuss me. He sees he's learning brachis. Ah, he thought he would catch him at bit in a somewhere. And will have a deep discussion with him. He's learning this gemara. I got it. So Rabbi Zosha Anipal asks him, What will you do? He says, The maggot says, I should discuss with you something you learning. Me? Learning? <laughs> what do I know about learning? So Rabbi tells him, I'm learning a gemara, a the gemara. Maybe you could tell me Psharan the gemara. The gemara here says, that there's a hava man that you could join an Kaidish for a minion. So Rabbi asks him, What's the yeah, has Kedusha of a stick holz to join for a minion. Wie, wie kommt da a stick holz to be a tent for a minion? No, Vala is listening. He doesn't have what to answer. So Rav Jusser answers him. And we know what that is. It can be a stick holz, which inside of it is full mit Tere. The ganze Tere. One safe Tere. nach safe Tere. this it is full mit Tere. But it's a be a stick holz. That can not be joined for a minion. If it's a lebedige mensch, if the Tere that he learns he's living with, then you can join it for a minion. He heard that point from, from Rab Zusha, he went back to the Maggad and he stayed there and he became a hassle. It's a lot easier can uh Ah that's a different story. The, uh, I could I I could be wrong, but I believe the author, the uh the the idea that uh um, minion is a main director so because they have to be data director. So. Could be. I mean this is a don't remember where. I,